Greetings. Welcome to the Three Eyes of Life podcast, where we focus on the mind, the body, and the spirit. I'm your host, Deeks View. In today's episode, I really want to talk about protecting your energy, being selective about who and what you are giving your energy to, understanding your energy, what energy is in the literal sense, and where energy comes from, how to avoid having your energy drained, and most importantly, how to productively use your energy. Energy comes in many, many shapes, sizes, forms, and strengths. In order to properly, truly protect your energy and use it efficiently, you have to understand what it actually is. Unfortunately, due to the American crooked and rigged school system, which is designed to create 9-to-5 workers instead of the powerful, evolving intellectuals we are capable of being, science classes greatly and purposely undermines what energy truly is. Yes, they taught us what energy is enough to have an elementary understanding of it. However, they teach it in such a way that it feels like nothing more than a school lesson that has no real-world application that will ever be useful to our everyday lives. They don't teach us how our brain receives emotions, how it processes it, how it sends energy to your entire body, literally affecting your genetic makeup and physically alters you. Instead, they teach you when one object hits another, it will make that object move due to kinetic energy. Simple concepts we understood and learned as toddlers playing with toys. They teach us an object in motion stays in motion, giving off the implication that energy is a force that only exists in specific circumstances. They teach us energy cannot be created or destroyed, only transferred, as if it's a force that can't be controlled, as if it's only a natural and random occurrence. Now, I'm not sitting here telling you what they taught us in school was wrong, but what I'm telling you is that the way they teach us is extremely manipulative and undermines the most important thing in all of existence. It's honestly disrespectful if you think about it. When I was a kid, I would play with my Hot Wheels toy cars. I knew that if I pushed one on a carpet, it wouldn't roll very far. I knew a really thick carpet, it wouldn't roll at all. But if I pushed it on a hardwood floor, I knew it would roll far depending on how hard I pushed it. Why do middle schoolers and high schoolers need to learn an object in motion stays in motion unless there's friction? Toddlers know that. When toddlers are learning how to walk, they fall over and over and over. They subconsciously understand the concept of gravity, the concept of energy, the concept of friction. So something so simple that we understand the concepts of, why are older kids being taught things they already know but they have to learn the words. They have to learn the specific English words to the concepts that they already understand. That's not actually adding value to anybody's lives. So now that I hopefully painted a picture in your head of how manipulative the school systems are to downplay the importance of energy and and make it nothing more than a school lesson, now I need you to understand that Energy isn't just a concept. It isn't just a figure of speech. Energy is everything. And even when you say that, it kind of downplays it. But every bit, every fabric of existence, every molecule, every atom is created by energy. Energy creates everything. Energy moves everything. Energy is everything. I don't care if you are religious or not. Every single religion tells you 
that God is energy. And even if you don't, even if you're not religious and you follow science, science says the Big Bang created the universe. The Big Bang is just energy exploding into everything that exists, which is basically the same thing as God speaking everything into existence. It's all the same thing. It's all energy. Everything is energy. A very powerful, energetic source created everything we know to exist today using energy. The thoughts in your head is energy. The electrical impulses that your brain sends to each of your your limbs and body parts for you to move whenever you have a thought, that is energy. When you speak, that is you producing energy and pushing energy out into the world. Whatever receives those sound waves is receiving the energy that you gave off. So whenever you're communicating to another human being, that is an exchange of energy. And a more extreme situation, how school teaches energy cannot be created nor destroyed. When I was in school, I took that as an object hits another object, it loses its energy, and then the, uh, the object it hits gets all of its energy, which creates it to move. And it kind of makes us associate energy with moving objects, but energy transcends moving things. Again, energy is literally everything. So when we pass on and we we, we pass away and we leave this earth, we leave this physical realm, everything that we put out into the world, all of the knowledge, all of the wisdom, everything that we've said, everything that we've done to everybody, it amplifies the energy put into those other beings. So when a family member dies, that energy gets carried on to all of the family members. It, 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 when you cry, when you feel grief, when, you, when, you feel, um, when you're mourning, that is you feeling the powerful, overwhelming energy that they left on. And then once you get past the grieving and mourning stage, you turn that energy into motivation or memories and whatever you learned or whatever lessons or whatever you went through with that person who's no longer here, you now carry a bit of their energy and it affects how you live your everyday lives, whether you're thinking about it or not. So that's why people say when, you know, when people pass away, all of a sudden other people act like they loved them or they cared about them so much. It's because again, energy can't be created or destroyed, only transferred. That energy that they had when they passed away is now living in other people. That's why deaths are so impactful. And here's the thing about energy. Energy is not negative nor positive. There is no good nor bad. There is no good. There is no evil in energy. Energy is simply energy. It's the way that we receive it. It's the what we do with it. So when someone passes, some person could, you know, receive that energy and not understand or not know how to use it to positively impact their lives and that energy is so powerful that it destroys them and they they turn that energy into substance abuse they turn that energy into depression so there's three things that you can do with the energy that you receive when a loved one or someone you cared about passed you either a don't know how to control it and you let it destroy you by putting that energy into bad things that are that are bad for your body bad for your mental health or you take that energy and put it into good things, use it as motivation, or you shut your emotions off, you kind of 
turn the cold shoulder to it because you're scared to let it affect you. And that energy won't really impact you as much and it'll impact other people. (laughs) When you don't face that energy that was meant for you, you deflect it to others. And now you're giving cold shoulder, the cold shoulder to people who don't necessarily deserve it because you have this energy that you don't want to receive and process. So you're deflecting it on other people who that energy isn't for. Now, here is where everyday life um, energy application comes into play. Think of the word emotions. Emotions. Emotion. Break it apart. Emotion is energy, E, in motion. Emotion. So the emotions that we feel is just energy flowing through our body. When you think of our basic five senses, you have eyesight, which um, your eyes uh, bring in light, which then sends information to your brain, which your brain then translates that information into visual, visualness. Then you have smell, which your nose um, intakes smell wavelengths, which then sends information to your brain, which then translates it into a smell for you to understand. You have taste, which is... Uh, Something comes in contact with your taste buds, which sends the information to your brain, which translates to you as a taste. You have hearing, which is sound wavelengths. They hit your eardrums. Your eardrums send the information to your brain. Your brain then translates it into a sound for you. And then you have touch. When you feel something, whatever body part that touches it sends the emotion or sends the information to your brain. Your brain then translates it into something that you understand what you're touching. So those are the basic five senses. Now, those five senses are here for us to navigate the world we live in. That is what we have to translate the information that we are receiving from other people's energy, from outside energy, energy from the outside that we are receiving and translating. Emotions are the opposite. Emotions are the energy that we have with in the emotions are what we have the energy that makes up us the energy that is flowing through our bodies so when we feel certain emotions emotions is what dictates how we act how we feel the things that we do whereas the senses are just simply here for us to intake other people's information other objects other forces information So when we feel certain emotions and we then take that energy and we project it outside, whether it be through body language, whether it be through talking, whether it be through physical actions, whether it be through typing, whatever message that we are pushing out, that is coming from our emotion, our energy in motion, and then other people's senses then read that emotion They send the information that our emotion is giving to their brain. Their brain then translates it into an emotion for them. So that's the relationship between emotions and the senses. It's like the senses are reading and the emotions are reacting. So our senses are what we have to navigate through the world. And emotions are what we have to evolve through the world. So in terms of evolution, you are either evolving for the better or you're devolving which is basically natural selection so way back in the day when we used to have to go out and hunt for our food we had emotions such as uh, fear 
Fear was a very important emotion to have because the fear told us what not to do and what to stay away from. So when we went outside into the forest at nighttime and a predator came out, and let's say a predator kills one of your friends, let's say, a I don't know, a tiger got your friend at night. You and everybody else that, that know about that are now going to be afraid of going out at night. They're going to be afraid of getting killed by predators. So that is your emotion. That is your energy giving you the information of actions that happened to someone else. So by that other person getting mauled by, uh, by a tiger, lion, bear, whatever he got mauled by at night, by you figuring out that information, whether it be seeing it happen, seeing his remains, or hearing about it from other people, you are intaking that, that energy, that information of what happened, your brain translated into a certain emotion, which then projects fear upon your body, which basically tells you, tells your body, do not do what he did or else you will die. So that is the, you know, very basic need for emotion. So in today's world, you know, we don't have to have fear of going out and getting mauled by wild animals or touching a berry that's poisonous and immediately dying or, you know, touching fire. We, we learned that through evolution already. So now we have different things that we have to listen to, different different emotions that we have to feel to understand how to continue to evolve in the world that we are living in. So again, when you feel certain emotions, that is your body, your higher self, your spirit, whatever you want to call it, that is when it is communicating to you and giving you a message, a message that your brain cannot translate into human words but instead receives as emotions. So when something happens and it is bad for your health, bad for your mental, bad for your evolution in general, typically you will get uh, negative emotions like anger, sadness, depression. Those emotions are energy coming to your body telling you this is not good for you. This is not going to help you evolve for the better. This is going to devolve you. This is going to do damage to you. Unfortunately, we live in a society where we are not taught how to deal with our emotions. We are not taught what our emotions are, and we are not truly taught what energy is. So when we feel this negative emotion within us, when we feel this corruptive energy within us, we don't know how to deal with it. We don't understand what it is doing to our body. Therefore, we typically do not find it necessary to avoid such actions that gave us those emotions. Now, typically, on a subconscious level with smaller things, when something makes us mad, we try to avoid it. When something makes us happy, we try to be involved in it. We try to partake in it. But the world just isn't that simple. And again, we're not really taught what these emotions are actually trying to tell us. Like I mentioned earlier, back in the day, we needed those emotions. We needed that fear in order to survive. We needed that fear to learn what to do and what not to do, or else we could be literally killed. Now, we are so far evolved that we don't actually need to listen to our emotions. We don't actually, 
you know, have to be careful with our decisions or they'll lead to death, you know, there are certain instances where you have to control your emotions or you could end up getting physically hurt or die. But generally speaking, in today's society, people's emotions and people's actions don't link directly link to life or death. And unfortunately, we live in a society where people, um, you know, the, the more rich, wealthy, controlling people, they are more interested in their own self-power and they're not interested in the evolution of the human race. So the infrastructure that we live in does not teach us how to listen and read our emotions. So jumping back to the premise of this episode real quick, what I'm trying to help you with is to one, understand what your energy is, understand how to use your energy, and understand how to protect your energy. In order to properly and effectively use your energy, which is basically playing offense, and in order to protect your energy, which is basically playing defense, you have to understand what your energy is. So I have an emotion and feelings wheel. Um, it's a picture. If you follow me on Instagram at Deeks View, you can, if you really want it, you can message me and I will send you a picture of what it is. But it's a chart. It's a big wheel that shows all of the emotions in the, the main form and then subforms. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to briefly read off all of these emotions, all of these feelings that every single human faces so you can properly identify your emotions. In order to properly process and digest your emotions, you need to be able to identify them first. So first we have the six main emotions. You have joy and then you have anger. You have love and then you have sadness. You have fear and then you have surprise. Under the joy wheel, which everybody wants to, you know, have joy, you have elation, enthusiastic, optimistic. You have proud, cheerful, happy, content, pleased, satisfied, amused, delighted, blissful, triumphant. You have eager, hopeful, excited, zeal, euphoric. So, those are all of the emotions and feelings that fall under the joy category. Then under love, you have peaceful, tenderness, satisfied, relieved, compassionate, caring, desire, passion, attracted, longing, sentimental, fondness, romantic, affectionate. Those are all feelings under the love emotion. Then under the fear emotion, you have horror, nervous, insecure, terror, scared, helpless, frightened, panic, inferior, worried, anxious, dread, mortified. Then under the anger emotion, you have rage, hate, hostile, agitated, frustrated, irritable, annoyed, aggravated. You have envy, resentful, Jealous, disgust, contempt, revolted. Then under the sadness emotion, you have suffering, sadness, I don't know why I have sadness again, but suffering, disappointed, shameful, neglected, despair, agony, hurt, depressed, sorrow, dismayed, displeased, regretful, guilty, isolated, lonely, grief, 
and powerless. And then last but not least, we have surprised. Or surprise. Under surprise is stunned, confused, amazed, overcome, moved, touched, stimulated, astounded, speechless, awestruck, astonished. They have that twice, I think. Perplexed and delusioned. So those are all the very complex uh, emotions and feelings that, again, every single human being is going to feel and have. So the first step to understanding your energy is understanding your emotion, understanding what emotion you are feeling in the moment and what information that emotion, energy in motion is trying to tell your body. What is it trying to tell you? What is your emotion trying to tell you? Listen to your emotions. Your emotions have opposites. So if you want to feel joy, then you have to stop doing things that feed you anger. If you do things that are going to feed you anger, you are repressing yourself, you are blocking yourself from feeling the feelings of joy. If you want to feel love, then you have to avoid the things that give you sadness. And if you do things that are feeding you sadness, then you're depriving yourself of feeling love. If you, uh, this one's a little bit more complex, but if you don't want to have fear, you don't want to be afraid, then you have to tap in to your surprise emotion and vice versa. So that one more so speaks to, um, just to get more specific, if you have anxiety and you're scared all the time, replace scared with surprise as, you know, under the surprise you have amazed, you have overcome, you have stimulated, astounded, speechless. That's kind of like a more happy, healthy feeling of, you know, being shocked in, instead of being scared. So when you listen to your body and you listen to your emotions, when you're in an environment, when you're online, when you're in a group, whatever the case may be, if it invokes anger, fear, and sadness, then that is your emotions telling you not to be in that situation. That is your emotions saying, that is your emotion giving you a message, giving you the information, telling you whatever is causing that, you need to cut it out. You need to stop. You need to move away from it in order to evolve. In order to evolve, you have to attract yourself closer to things that invoke love and joy. And again, energy is a very complex thing, so it's not as simple as the words that I am saying. There are going to be situations where you don't need to avoid said thing for the emotions. Sometimes you get emotions from actions within relationships where you have to face the emotions head on and change the actions that were took to get to those emotions. Sometimes it's not about avoiding things or putting yourself in the right situation, Sometimes you're in the right situation, but something happens within that situation that needs to be addressed. For example, if you're with a loved one and something happens with between you two and you get angry, you need to identify your emotions, identify your anger, identify what gave you the anger, what upset you, and then talk it out to where you can avoid that happening again. So you can both come to a common understanding of what went wrong and how to better it. So it's not always about, you know, completely avoiding things. It's about reading your emotions and understanding what your emotions are telling you. 
that is more so proactive, um, being proactive with your energy. But as far as protecting your energy, being, you know, making sure that your energy isn't being drained, that is when we get more so into specifics of where to stay away from, what actions not to do, who to stay away from. So if you're on the internet, why would you spend time reading things and interacting with things that are invoking fear, invoking anger within you, that is only going to negatively impact you. So that is, you know, reading your emotions is kind of tying into the second main point of protecting your energy. Now, ever since I was younger, I kind of had a, you know, a higher than usual sense of my energy than most people. And one things that I really one thing that I really hated, disliked is when people vented to me. You know, I wanted people to feel safe and secure enough to come up to me to talk to me about whatever they want to talk about, but when it comes to venting as far as dumping all of their negative energy onto me, I always felt that and it wasn't until the past you know recent years that I really understood why that was and that was because when you vent when you tell someone all of your problems you were again back to when I said when you speak that is you putting energy out and whoever is listening is receiving that energy so when you vent and you say all of your problems and you say all of your negative thoughts Whoever is listening is receiving a piece of all of those negative, all of that negative energy, all of those negative thoughts. So when someone vents to me about how much they hate their job, how much they hate the world, how much, how bad their day was, I, that is literally them giving me some of their energy, that negative energy that I don't want. So in order to protect my good energy, and, you know, in order to protect the energy that I have from being corrupted from other people's negative energy, I kind of closed off my mind to negative venting to the point where if someone is, okay, so I used to work at Walmart way back in the day and people would always negative vent towards me all the time. So what I would do is I would pretend that I was listening. I would, you know, show that I was listening, but I wouldn't really actually be listening. I'd be telling myself, they're a miserable person, but I wouldn't actually listen to the point where I feel what they're feeling. And that was my way of protecting myself from that energy. Now, I'm not saying don't let your, your friends and family vent to you, but be careful of who, you know, who you have around you that's talking to you on the regular. Be careful of the things that you're listening to when it's, you know, gossip and hate and jealous and just, Yada, 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 rumors and, and all of that, you know, the tea, all of that stuff. That's just, you're just passing back negative energy. So that's very corruptive for, for your positive energy. So in my, you know, my situation, in my, all of the, all of my relationships, I, I encourage positivity. So instead of venting your negative energy, I encourage tapping into your positive energy and replacing things like, you know, how bad my day was, how much I hate my day, replacing that with my day could have been better with yada, 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 naming the positive things 
that would make you feel better. Focusing on the positive things that will make your day better. Focusing on the positive things that will make your mood better. Again, energy isn't good or evil. Energy doesn't have a motive. Energy is simply energy. You can have an equal amount of joy as you can have anger. It's just up to you if you want to put more energy into the joy or if you want to put more energy into the anger. It's all it's all the same on an energetic level. So when you say, I had a crappy day, I hate my boss, I hate my job, the message is the same if you were to say, I want to get a better career, I want to work with people who are going to positively impact me, I want to do things that are going to positively impact my life so I can feel joy. The message is still the same. You're still basically saying that you don't like your job, you don't like your current situation, and you want to be in a better situation. But one way of putting it, you're feeding into negative emotion, and the other way you're putting it feeds into your positive emotion. So that is how you work to protect slash use your energy, good or bad, is by you speak, the, the things you say, are the words you are speaking to other people and to yourself, are they catering to love? Are they catering to joy? Are they catering to surprise? Or are they catering to fear? Are they catering to anger? Are they catering to sadness? You know, unfortunately, this generation is so wound up in the internet. And I'm guilty of this. I am extremely guilty of this. Is that our emotions are so easily swayed. And the majority of the internet, the the majority of social media is controlled propaganda, controlled information by a higher power, by higher beings, that their goal is to keep us on a lower energetic wave, a lower, you know, um, lower vibrations, so that we can stay nine to five workers and we can stay consumers of their product so they can be richer. Social media thrives off of negativity, marketing thrives off of negativity because that's what they get the most reaction out of. The government thrives off of negativity because that's what gets the most interaction. That's what gets votes. That's what gets political stuff. But what actually evolves humans, what makes humans happy, joyful, that's mostly not on the internet unless you're just, you know, really using it productively, which is hard to do. And it's, it's, a, it's a trait that you have to learn. It's a trait that you have to master which I believe that I got better at over the years is, um, you know, better at avoiding certain things that invoke negative energy within me. And I learned how to ignore it and keep scrolling. But at the end of the day, you still see it. You still see the negative stuff. It's going to impact you, whether you interact with it and it impacts you a lot or you just read it and it impacts you a little. It's still impacting you. So the best way to really protect your energy is to get off the internet and stop hanging around people that aren't helping serve your purpose, helping you with your goals and your dreams, helping you with your life. Again, I'm guilty of this. I have had days where I got sucked into internet arguments with people I don't even see, people I probably would never see again in person in life, but for whatever reason, I got sucked into online internets that only made me feel angry, only made me feel have these negative emotions based off of the, where I was putting my energy into. I've had days where I was late to work 
because I was so sucked into my phone, so sucked into other conversations that it was literally messing up my money. It was messing up my bills. It was messing up my life. And that's what the internet can do if you're not protecting your energy. Now, me specifically, I have, um, I have a need for social media when it comes to my business. I need it for marketing purposes. So that's what kind of, you know, generally keeps me on social media. Gotta market this podcast. Um, you know, word of mouth just isn't a, isn't a strong uh, way to market businesses nowadays. But if it weren't for that, honestly, I would really try to stay away from social media. As I record this episode, I had to delete my Twitter the other day. I have my Facebook deleted because I just got tired of seeing a whole bunch of BS that just negative emotions, negative emotions, negative emotions. But uh, unfortunately, you know, I had to re-download Facebook and Instagram because I have to talk to clients. I have to send my work to people. I have to promote myself. But that's part of learning how to navigate through the internet and learning how to protect your energy while you are on the internet and developing self-discipline to not get sucked into those things. But again, it's extremely hard. And no matter how hard you try, you will get sucked in. You will get sucked in. So I highly suggest if you're not going to totally delete social media, at least Delete it on the regular, and then whenever you have some free time to do nothing, download it, cool, scroll, scroll, whatever. Again, being protectful and mindful of the negative things on there. But periodically deleting social media if you don't need it, if you if, if it's going to interrupt, if it's going to distract you from getting to where you want to get in life. You know, elders have been telling us since day one, since we were toddlers, be careful who you are around, surround yourself with the right people. If you surround yourself with broke people, you're going to be broke. If you surround yourself with rich people, you're going to be rich, blah, blah, blah. But what they don't really say much is that if you surround yourself with negative people, you're going to be a negative person. If you surround yourself with depressed, sad people, you're going to be a depressed, sad person. If you surround yourself with happy, joyful people, you will become a happy, joyful person. So your energy... Your energy feeds off of what you feed it. Whatever you put your energy into is where what you will get energy back from. And, you know, that's mostly catering to protecting your energy, but it's kind of the same as using your energy. You're putting your energy towards things that invoke the emotion that you enjoy, towards things that are going to help you and your bloodline evolve for the better, become more better, powerful, stronger, intellectual human beings. One of the last things I'll leave you guys with as I uh, start to wrap up this episode is that the government that runs America, let me remind you, America was founded from criminals. Christopher Columbus and all his crew were the most vicious criminals in Britain that they sent over to explore the world explore across the sea because if they died, they didn't care that they died because they were just criminals. So they sent the criminals over to America. They, they, well, they thought they were in India, whatever, landed here, found the land, raped and murdered all of the indigenous people, built their own nation, whitewashed their own nation, rebelled against Britain and over there. That, that is how America started. 
and then created and then used um, colored people as slaves for hundreds of years. So that is what our land is created off of. It's created off of criminals who used slaves to build what the build the society that they live in. So now that they have outlawed slavery, the founding fathers and the constitution still remains on the same principles. They want to have their slaves. They have to pay their slaves now, but they want us to be their slaves still. They want us to work for their businesses that makes them rich, filthy millionaires and billionaires. They want us to work and be slaves for them. So how do you do that? You use energy manipulation to invoke negative emotions in people. You invoke fear and you invoke anger and you invoke sadness. So now you have everybody's on the internet. They pump out fear. They pump out anger. They pump out sadness to keep everybody on a lower level to be their slaves. Now, if you learn how to protect your energy from fear, protect your energy from anger, protect your energy from sadness, and use your energy for love, use your energy for joy, use your energy for surprise, use your energy and putting it into getting those positive emotions, positive energy, then you will no longer be a slave to their system. Life is what you make it. Life is what you perceive it to be. If you hate your life, if you're angry about the world, if you're angry about your life, if you're sad about your life, if you're fearful of your life, then that's what your life is. That's what the world is because that's what you perceive it. But if you choose to feed into the happiness, you feed into the joy, that's what your life will be. It will be happy and joyful. You control how you perceive the world. You control how you perceive your life. Understand your emotions Understand your energy. Learn what your emotions are. Learn what your emotions are trying to tell you. Understand what your emotions are so you understand what your energy is. Protect your energy from negativity. Protect your energy from being corrupted. Protect your energy from being manipulated. Use your energy for good. Use your energy for positivity. Use your energy to invoke the happy Emotions that are going to positively evolve you, your life, your family, your, your bloodline, and many generations to come. So that's all for this episode. I hope I did a good, good enough job painting a picture and, and describing and, and teaching what energy is and how to use it and how to protect it. Um, if you enjoyed this video, I really, um, I really recommend that you go and you give a five-star rating, whether you're on Apple Podcasts, whether you're on Spotify, whatever the case may be, to help me grow, help push my message to a larger audience. If you like what I'm doing, if you support what I'm doing, if you enjoy the listen, if I, you know, I'm positively impacting you, if I'm adding value to your life, simply ask that you, you know, share like, rate, whatever the case may be. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and beg for everything, but you can follow me on Instagram at Deeks View. You can interact with me there. You can ask me questions there. Again, if you want to, uh, if you want the emotion wheel, feel free to message me. I will send it to you. Uh, that's it for this episode. I will be bringing you guys another episode next Monday. If you're listening all the way through, I really appreciate it. You have no idea how much I appreciate it. But that's it. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this one up. I will see you guys on the next one. 
Have a great rest of your day. Have a great rest of your week. Have a great rest of your month, year. Have a great life. Till next time.